carrots. Fake fruit. Fake. Fake. Fake grapefruit. Fake. When your name is John and you got here's Johnny. I mean, there's there's Big Bad John, there's Johnny Be Good. You hear all the good John stuff, including I'm gonna go to the John. <laughs> I tell you what, I want to thank you for coming to the prepared mind to talk about what is happening. It is, folks, the Friday free for all, and we can talk about anything you want because it's still the daily show. The daily show where you can ask the questions if you're a member on the, the preparedmind.club or subscribestar.com. So on Friday Free For All, well, we do that a little different. We do it just a tad different. What do we say? Well, instead of waiting till my entire monologue is done, we get you guys in and you mix it up with me. And folks, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. A lot of stuff to roll into the show and I want your opinions, your thoughts, your predictions, prognostications, and perspectives. It is Friday. It's a free-for-all. And folks, get this. Nancy Pelosi tells the White House to designate Russia a state sponsor of terror or else Congress will. This is incredible. She's trying to make it sound like the White House is antagonistic to Congress. They're all Democrat-controlled institutions right now. Well, the two big ones that we hear about constantly. The third one, of course, the Supreme Court of the United States, uh, we're told it's irrelevant. It doesn't matter. We need to get rid of it. We need to We need to just throw it out. Stupid Supreme Court. Anyways, why is Nancy demanding a Cold War with Russia? A state sponsor of terror? Now, here's the deal. If Congress can do that already, then why doesn't Nancy just do it from Congress and say, the Congress says you're a state sponsor of terror, Putin, you rotten Russian bastard. Why not just do it on your own and then say, top that, Herr Biden? Well, folks, right now, Herr Biden, we got some trouble with the old man, right? Or rather, he's got some trouble with his own little world. This is quite interesting, folks. I'm going to call this engineered departure. Are we, are we really seeing Joe Biden? Are we seeing some kind of body double stand-in? Folks, Biden... Is it now, now, at this point now, Biden's at higher risk for stroke because a doctor has stopped his blood thinner due to the Paxlovid treatment for Cerveza bug. So Biden was on a blood thinner, huh? Question I have is, uh, doesn't the Jim Jones juice, doesn't that cause blood thickening? Weren't we supposed to believe that Gigi Biden has two Jim Jones juice and two juice boosters? That's a lot of junk injected into that old man. Yeah, they better keep him on blood thinner, right? Blood thinner, like Coumadin, I guess, or rat poison. All right, so here's the deal. Are we seeing an engineered departure? Biden's intelligence 
has really gone down lately. Right? His, his, his ability to, to put together a sentence, you know, with a beginning and a, and a middle and an end, he's been going down. And now he's got, well, cancer, a cerveza bug. Now they're taking him off his blood thinners. He could have a stroke. Stroke is also a symptom of the Jim Jones juice. But still, at his age and his health level, with all the doctors going, we need some uh, cognitive function testing going on here. We could have a doddering, dementia-ridden fool at the helm. Yeah, someone call call Captain Smith from the Titanic and get him up here. He, he can probably make decisions about as smart as Biden could. Unbelievable, folks. I really think that they're they're ushering him out, and the timing couldn't be better. Couldn't be better to get rid of the old man before the elections. He's got an awful lot of baggage, folks. He has taken our country down the road to ruination from the day he said, yeah, I'll be the president, right? Put his hand on the, well, supposed Bible and said he would defend the country against all enemies, foreign and domestic. I guess you can't defend a country against yourself when you're Joe Biden. Anyways, we've just gone straight freaking downhill. None of this, whoa, that was pretty good for a little bit. Then, oh, it went away. No, we don't get that kind of luck. <sighs> Joe Biden. Joe Biden's going away. That leaves Kamala Harris as the president. She would be the first female president, the first, well, a person and female of color to be the president. She would get the Jimmy Ford presidency seal of approval. You get the uh, President Johnson approval. And then, of course, the President Johnson approval. <clears throat> We've got all kinds of stuff going on. And we have all kinds of SHTF and hell to pay for it. All right, enough of my stuff. I want to say thank you to Nikki. I got that message. Send those leaves, some something to chew up. Uh, Nikki's got some uh, some herbal remedies to help uh, heal the ill. Anyways, we're going to have a lot more to talk about the illnesses out there, folks. But now I think it's I think it's your turn. Get your questions in and we're going to pa -pa 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 -pa, pepper the show with them. Jolene, who wants to step up first? Does anyone want to step up and see, <laughs> see what we have to say? It, it has been a huge, huge week. It's been a huge week. And when I say huge, I mean, look at what has transpired. Latin American Preparedness says, almost everyone has food in their preps. That's right. Food, water, shelter, clothing, medicine, means of self-defense. Bang, bang, and a plan, right? Food will eventually run out if SHTF lasts long enough, like in Venezuela, for 20 years. What options do we have to foliage for food in the event food runs out? Well, that's a great question. We can take that question off the screen. If food runs out or if SHTF runs too long. Well, you know, Venezuela hasn't been out of food for 20 years or everyone in Venezuela would be dead. Right. But yeah, obviously they're super low, bad, high prices, everything. It has completely uh, impoverished and harmed the country of Venezuela. Now, if we have serious food supply disruptions, several things are going to happen. Right off the bat, people are going to riot. Riot. There will be food riots. It'll be very much like Sri Lanka, Pakistan, Libya. It'll look very much like any other country with massive protests. You see, people will run out in the street and they'll say, we're out of food. And then someone else will run out down the street and they're going to be, I'm out of food. And then someone else will come out and go, I'm out of food. And everyone's going to look at everyone and go, we're all out of food. Who has the food? Why don't we have food? Whose fault is this? That one of the greatest thoughts of the human mind is to blame someone else. 
when something doesn't go right? Who has the food? Whose fault is it? They do that too long, folks. Cities will burn. They do that too long, and the rich will have their houses overrun, and the powerful will be dragged through the streets. America, unlike other countries, is loaded with guns and people who will be asking the question, whose fault is this? We may not get any food, but we're going to make those bastards pay. Right, Bill Gates? Right. Now, uh, what options do we have? Well, people, the option is to go on a strict diet. That's right, folks. There's going to be a lot of skinny Americans running around with flappy sags of skin hanging off their asses if we get into a food shortage scenario. In fact, we should have people getting skinnier by the minute anyways. It's going to be rough. People will not be happy. They will be unhappy. They will be sick. They will be mad. They will be scared. And they will want answers from somebody. And they're going to, right? They're going to get answers. So what have we talked about in the past? Well, you can store only so much food. You can only help other people so much before you are out. So at the preparedmind.club, go into the food section and you can get sprout seeds. Now, a bag of sprout seeds, about the size of, uh, well, you can probably put four of those inside of a grocery bag at a store, paper bag. Anyways, one bag of sprout seeds will last one person a year. And you can grow a salad every single day. Every single day, grow a salad. You bet. Now, another thing you can do is make sure you have something else that is very dense. Uh, it is very useful for the human body. has some nutritional value, and that is rice, beans, corn, bulk. Right, bulk, bulk, bulk. There it is. There's Sprout Man. That right there, my friends, is our affiliate link to our good buddy Sproutman.com. Now, uh, I recommend that we have canned meat, lots of frozen meat, dried meat, whatever you can, lots of protein, because protein will be the hardest thing to get if there's a food shortage. When I said rice, you can have hundreds of pounds of rice, folks, and it's very inexpensive to get that much. It's very inexpensive. Um, and if need be, if everything becomes fantastico and you trust whoever is in the leadership roles in politics, you can always give that away to homeless shelters after SHTF. It lasts for years and years and years and years and years and years and years. And, years, and folks, people would be glad to eat it. There's always going to be the homeless and poor. But having it in times of need is going to be priceless, priceless. Okay. And again, meat, meat is tricky. You have to have, well, protein sources. We're omnivores. We eat meat. It's going to be rather hard to get if you live in a high density urban area. Very hard to get if you live in a high density urban area, right? People go, I'm going to go fishing. How many fish are there? There it is. Freeze-dried meats. Freeze-dried meats. Uh, it's hard to fish if everyone else has fished out the river, fished out the pond. There isn't an endless supply of fish sitting at the bottom of the river waiting to get yanked up every time someone says, I'm hungry. You know, lakes, offshore, at beaches, if you live on the coast or the Gulf Coast or the West Coast, it is not an endless supply of fish out there. Game, deer, I'm sorry to say, will not feed America for more than a month. Not more than a month. So it is our industrialized agricultural development that has allowed us to uh, support and sustain a population of almost 8 billion people on the planet. But guess what, folks? The global elite do not like that. They're Georgia Guidestones, which have now been wiped off the face of the earth. I'm sure they picked the pieces up and took them to a museum and they humpty dumpty that shit back together again so that in the future, if they win, if they win, because boy, do they want to win, folks, they can say, look at what we did. We finally accomplished our goals. If they accomplish their goals, folks, 
if they accomplish their goals, that means 15 out of 16 people will be dead. Will be dead. Unbelievable. Yes. Unbelievable. Well, let me tell you a little story here. Well, we got this guy, folks, and it's just his observation. It's completely anecdotal. It doesn't rely on scientific evidence or scientific proof. It doesn't rely on any vast expert uh, theory, you know, created by a medical genius. It's just his observation. And Wayne Root, a, a rather famous writer, uh, had this to say. <clears throat> there are, so far, 33 friends and relatives dead or sick since our wedding eight months ago. I've done the research. All 33 were Jim Jones juicinated, every one of them. I'm going to ask you, does that sound like a coincidence to you? Does that sound like a new disease has just emerged? Right? Take a wild guess. But how would you like to be that guy, folks? Wayne Allen Root. Not, not, not in two years, not, not in the last 10 years, in the last eight months. 33 fully Jim Jones juiced friends and family have died. All of them, folks, he thinks is Jim Jones juice and uh, completely related to that. What do you think? What do you think? I mean, I, I've got so much here. Dead? Guess why? Former South Carolina quarterback MVP Phil Petty dies at age 43. 43, folks. 43. We've got dead people all over the place. And guess who else is looking like that? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. El Presidente. El Presidente. Well, guess again. Medical Examiner reveals a 24-year-old ex-Miami Hurricanes football player died of a heart attack. Heart attack. Heart attack. Unbelievable, huh? Unbelievable. Well, how about this? Take a guess, folks. Take a guess. Actress and singer Shanka Dukura from the recently produced and created Elvis movie, found dead in her Nashville apartment at age 44. Folks, take a guess. Celebrities and athletes, they make deadlines. I mean, headlines. The headlines are full of this all the time. How many normal people just keel over and you never hear anything about it? Well, it happens all the time from diseases, right? But now we have this new kind of death thing going on death thing they're worried about of course assault rifles and mini 14s they're worried about that stuff that's more important than all these people just keeling over unbelievable unbelievable folks all right let's see what you want to talk about let's get it up here on the board if we shall and we've got sally sue and she says not so sure we're getting rid of biden so easy i remember when trump was first elected all my lib friends were full of, quote, he won't last six months, one year, etc. They did this to his, his whole term. <clears throat> well, I'm going to tell you, I made the same prediction about Joe. Joe was so bad in his campaign. So bad in his campaign, right? He, he was hiding in his basement. They, I mean, they pumped him full of drugs for the debates. But he didn't campaign. He didn't campaign very well either when he did. And I thought, this man will not make it six months. Right? He's, he's, he makes racist comment after racist comment using the liberal left wing's definition of what racist is. Uh, he's a complete buffoon. And I thought at that time, <clears throat> his decisions, his policies are so bad. That the, that, that the Democrat Party will have to get rid of him. They'll be like, hey, this guy's he's got too many screws loose, right? His uh, cheese has slipped off the cracker. His elevator doesn't go to the top. The lights are on, but no one's home. He doesn't have both oars in the water. This guy is 
screwed up. Let's get rid of them. Well, it turns out, <laughs> by all accounts, that the Democrats want everything completely fucked up. Right? They just do. Completely jacked up. Because that's exactly what he's done. And boy, has he done that well. And not only has he done that, done it well, but he's had the approval of Congress, all the Democrats in Congress, all of the Democrat governors, all of the Democrat mayors, all of the mainstream media, all of the big tech and big social media, all of them. <coughs> wow, pardon me. All of them approve completely of what this jackass is doing. The world laughs as he craps his pants and farts on royalty. We laugh as he falls on his face at Biden Falls. Wow, folks. Just wow. Uh, but it's looking and sounding. And, and I know, I mean, I understand. Uh, there's predictions that this guy can't make it another day. Yet he continues to make it. I, I, I bet there were predictions in the 80s, if not the 70s, that who's this Joe Biden guy from Delaware? We could get him the hell out of here. He's a moron. People are like, hey, he won't last his first term. You know, get guy's an idiot. Well, if there was ever an example of the Peter principle working, it would be his highness, Joe Biden. Unbelievable, folks. In fact, there are calls today across the Internet that there is an attempt right now to make Joe Biden a dictator. Well, if you look at his record, what he's calling for, all of this executive power, emergency executive power, folks, that is a scary notion when you consider who Joe Biden is, how radical, how absolutely radical his policies are. Who would have thought that a white old man, a boomer, no less, a white old boomer, who would have thought? that he would be more radical than college professors, that he would have more temerity right, than the most radical wacko loons on the street to turn around to the military and say, we're going to destroy the military and replace it with a bunch of woke tards. And then he looks at every single sector of the American economy. Let's destroy energy. Let's screw up the food system, right? And then put the, this, this bunch of freaks in his administration. Folks, literal freak show. Freak show. You used to have to pay money to go see freaks. Now we pay money to their salaries, and then the freaks turn around and tell us what we have to do. Un- freaking believable. Okay, let's move on to this. This is a big one I want to talk about. Oh yeah, folks, China's economy is in big, big trouble. Billionaires are trying to get out of the country, right? And then of course, Evergrande, huge property management company. Uh, they replaced their CEO. They're cutting that company is bankrupt. Uh, they're, they're trying to support their economy the same way the United States tried to uh, run its economy on housing, right? Create a bunch of debt, have people buy that debt, and then everything will be fine, right? In other words, folks, fascism fails. Fascism fails. The one percenters in China, the Chicoms, the Chinese communists, have failed. Their economy is in big trouble because it has become a consumption economy, just like the United States of America. And you can't consume your way to prosperity. You have to produce your way to prosperity. Still, China is an incredibly powerful country. It has a massive military. They love to declare other people their enemies. Right? China's good at that. 1.4 screaming Chinese in the population. Guess what? What happens when economies fail? Oftentimes, they go to war. Once again, that threat, folks, hangs over our heads like a ominous and ominous black cloud.
heavy with the precipitation of destruction. Unbelievable. Well, I mean, what do you say? What do you think, folks? What's on your mind? Jolene, who do we want to step up next? <laughs> we got Trapper Bob, and he says, I can't get people to listen to me. They won't stock food or anything else. Everything is going to be okay, I'm told. I have been noted and called a contrarian uh, by people a long time. I was just having a discussion. This is four years ago. Four years ago. Having a discussion with a boat salesperson. And they said, you're a contrarian, aren't you? I was like, well, yeah. How'd you pick that? Well, I just hear things you say. <clears throat> These people are giving you evidence and proof. Evidence and proof. If you could keep that up there, just a, a quick more second there, Jolene. Uh, they're giving us evidence that you better be prepared, that you better have food. When people won't listen to you and it's this obvious, unbelievable. When people make excuses and there is all of this proof, all of this evidence right in front of us, what is that telling you? Well, are they thinking? No. Are they looking around? No. They have ostrich syndrome. <laughs> Or, you know, they've just got their head up their ass. In that case, they need the windowectomy. My good friend Bill Cunningham told me a long time ago what a windowectomy is. It's where they take a section of your stomach, right? And they, they, they cut a little square out of it and they insert a glass window, you know, a piece of glass in the front of your stomach so you can see where you're going with your head up your ass. Sadly, many, many, far too many people live that way. And they'll change their minds. Sadly, Trapper Bob, they won't change them fast enough or soon enough. And I think the example I have, and I've heard from friends down in the uh, Gulf Coast, people along the Gulf Coast of uh, the country, the South here, they'll tell you. They know a hurricane season, right? They got a hurricane season several months. And then when one's coming, everyone's notified. Then they start predicting the path it's going to take, that it gets up there. And it may or may not get them. But the day before it comes, everybody panics and goes to the store. Everybody panics and goes to the lumber yards to get plywood to cover their windows. Always at the last second. Um, yeah. Expect it. This is how people are. They are reactionary. They don't want to deal with problems. Just like, well, just like the Democrats. They would rather let problems persist until they become a crisis and then look around and scream for a leader. Someone save us, save us. And government is always there, of course, to say, oh, we'll save you, but we just need more power and more money. That's all. The human condition, folks, is timeless. I got uh, to tell you that, the Trapper Bob, it's timeless. People do not listen. People don't pay attention until the last moment. Often it's too late. And that's just the way humans are. The same way evil assholes like the ones up in D.C., they are always the same also. Politicians, whether they're elected, appointed, or born as king and queen, what do they do? What do they do? They find ways to screw people over, to take their wealth, to confiscate their wealth, to control them, to abuse them. It's the same thing. It's human psychology. It's universal. It's timeless. And it plays out again and again and again. Here's the deal, Trapper Bob. People like you, people like me, people like all of us here in the Prepared Mind Network, the R Syndicate, we're also a part of this scheme, this human scheme, this, this story that just starts and it just plays all across the timeline, all the way back, folks, to the beginning of history, all the way till today. It's the same. There's a percentage of us that look around and go, this ain't right. This can't last. There's a problem. 
we better do something for ourselves and we'll try and warn people along the way. Most people will completely and totally reject you and, and blow you out of hand. There's nothing you can do. <clears throat> people will wake up. Some people like us, we wake up and we're ready. Other people, we have to wait till the water gets a little hotter. And then they're like, hey, 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 and they get, they get ready. Folks, it's getting really screwed up out there. It's getting crazier and hotter and hotter, right? And people are still not waking up. There's a lot that are. And in fact, if you're here and you're new to prepping, you're new to getting ready, you're new to waking up. You're like, oh, shit, I've been red-pilled. Holy cow, I woke up. Thank you, Bob. Thank you, Jane. Thank you, Bill, for helping me, right? They'll say. Well, they were waking up on their own, folks, and they were open to the idea that you were giving them information. So the best we can do, Trapper Bob, is continue to tell them, wake up, take a look around, get prepared, get a couple months of food. At the very least, you'll eat it later. And when you do that, you won't be spending money and it's going to be more expensive later. Right? Start thinking about what you would do in an emergency. Just a little more ahead of time instead of waiting to the last freaking minute, right? But most people, folks, most, that water temperature, that level will rise way above their head and cook them. They'll not be ready. They'll say, I can't believe this happened, but this is America, right? This is Trump's fault. We've got no food and no electricity and everything's all jacked up. Every other day, the power goes off. Every other day, I'm standing in line for food. Every other day, yada, 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 yada. That's how it goes. This is sad to say how human beings are. Don't feel bad. It's not that you've done anything wrong, Trapper Bob. It's just that people are jackasses. It's a universal truth, right? I mean, you can read documents that are hundreds of years old or thousands of years old. You'll see more examples of evil, stupidity, Right, all of the deadly sins, uh, arrogance, envy, greed, right, all that stuff. Anyways, it is a great topic, and it's one that that I've been dealing with since I said, you know what? I mean, I've and I've been a prepper since well forever, but um, heavily when the Clintons took office, and then another notch up um, when Clinton's antics resulted in the murder of many people, and then again for Y two K. And then again for 9-11, and folks, I made some big, very big uh, investment decisions in my life, uh, investing uh, money and effort and time and protecting my family. But here I am, literally, folks, literally 30 years later, 30 years later, still a prepper, and good God, is it on top of us now. Shit has hit the fan, folks. Shit has hit the fan. The other, the evil parts of human nature have exposed themselves. Uh, House Democrats today have blocked a legislative amendment to prevent U.S. oil out of our strategic reserves from being sold to China. I'm sure it was a nice little Republican that said, it's an emergency Right, we've got climate emergency, we've got energy problems, we've got food problems, we got baby food problems, we got all kinds of problems. We should not be sending our oil over to China. The Democrats said, "Nope." Folks, the treason has been revealed. It's exposed. Right? It it is now time to start punishing these people. Treason is a crime. A crime. It's an absolute crime. And it carries with it the death penalty. It's a capital offense to commit treason. And these people are doing it. Every gallon of gas, diesel, every gallon of oil that's shipped over there. And they, they, they notate it by millions of barrels a day. Every time we send our oil, you're taking that away from an American. You're taking that away from all of us Americans. When you take something from the American people and you sell it for a nice little handy profit to another country, guess what? That's treason in my book. 
It's absolutely treason. They're taking energy, which is life, away from us, and they're giving energy and life to a country that doesn't respect life the way we would want them to or hope them to or expect them to. Unbelievable. The treason's been revealed. Punishments need to be forthcoming, folks. But this is what we're getting instead. This is not the first time this has happened. No, no, no. Not the first time, folks. And I say expect more of this to continue. In North Carolina, an entire police department has resigned. Not just the chief, not just a few people quitting. The entire police department resigned. Well, because the town hired a new town manager. And the politics and the bullshit are continuing. Kind of like Lori Lightfoot in Chicago. They want to complain about what? Racism? While people are getting you know shot up and murdered left and right? They want to complain about the Highland Park shooting? Remember that? Oh, that's right. 72-hour news cycle backup. The, the fruitcake with pink hair and piggy tails. Tattoos on his face. It looks like a dog that's been rooting around in the, the cat uh, cat box, digging for sandbox sausages. Got a few in his mouth, and he's just loving the taste of them. That guy, right, cross-dressing fruitcake who shot up everyone. Well, he didn't kill nearly as many people as they just kill all the time in Chicago. Well, Chicago and other cities, folks, are having major problems having enough policemen, having enough policemen there to do the job. Now, down in Uvalde, Texas, they appear to have plenty of policemen. I mean, when I heard the number, that there were, what, 370? Someone put the right number up on the board, right? How many people were there, police, available, between local sheriffs and state police? How many were there? Is it like 376 or something? Police. And not one of them did anything. Right until a border patrol agent did something, they they had him in their sights. They knew where he was. They could hear the kids scream. Nope, they wouldn't do nothing. Well, that's in a police department. They have a bunch of police. Imagine your town if they lose half the police because they don't like the Democrat leadership in the local government, or well, there's not enough fuel to put in the squad cars because they don't have enough fuel because the budget was set for this amount, and fuel has doubled. Thanks, Joe Biden. Way to go, Brandon. Right? I did this Biden, folks. And Pete Buttgigger, that's right, little Peter Buttgigger, transportation secretary, says, just, just go buy an EV and everything will be fine. And he's astonished, astonished, folks. The little... <clears throat> Guy is astonished that, that, that more people just aren't buying electric vehicles. Oh, by the way, where's the power come from for these electric vehicles? Yeah, that's right. Coal-fired power plants. Oh, yeah. It's, it is on, folks. It's on like Donkey Kong with these idiots. And they're not stopping, folks. They're not stopping. Okay, let's see what you guys want to talk about. What is it that you have on your plate that's important to you? Well, we got David. He says, this great reset seems like this is when dynasties are created. I don't have dynasty money. Feels like the best I can hope for is to make it out the other side still in the middle class. Any advice on how to at least maintain my family and status? Yes, I do. I have a few ideas, but I have to say, number one, I am not a financial advisor. I'm not an attorney. I'm not a doctor. I'm an expert at eating food. I've been doing it my whole life. 50 years plus experience of eating food. Now, um, one thing that's always occurred uh, in the maintenance of wealth. And what I, I think we should do is we should take a look at what's happening around the world. When the leader of Sri Lanka felt like he was being threatened, what did he do? He fled with suitcase packed full of nothing I would expect less than U.S. dollars. When the Ukraine leadership is trying to get out of Ukraine, and by leadership I mean 
corporate leaders, banking leaders, political leaders, political bureaucrats. What did they do? Suitcases full of money. Now, today, folks, uh, and that is a very limited time movement. If you've got a week to get out and only a week to worry about it, a suitcase full of cashola is just fine because nothing's going to change in a week. But over the course of a year, you may discover that that money is absolutely worthless. Worthless. What if the Federal Reserve says we're switching from the U.S. dollar to the central bank digital currency, the CBDC, and we'll have units? And I can't wait to call my money a unit. How many units you got? Right? <clears throat> if they say all dollars are now worthless, you have to go turn them into a bank, we'll open your account, your central bank digital currency account, and we'll credit your account based on what, well, the Federal Reserve says a dollar unit is to one of their central bank digital currency units. So you can't go from one to the other without going through their turnstile, their, their uh, bank, if you will. So all these people that are escaping these other countries with dollars or euros, right? They've got a limited time where they need to get somewhere else and put it back in a bank someplace safe where it has value. And they can say, oh yeah, that's been there. That's my money and it's all fine. Don't need to worry about looking here. But for us little people, right, us little people, how do we maintain our middle-class lifestyle and status? Well, you know, I, one of the ways you can do it is you can own a house, not just own the house as a homeowner, but have the house paid off. Right. That's a uh, it's a it's a store of value. It is valuable to have clear title to your property. Now, right now, it's it's incredible to know, folks, and get this. There is a huge wealth transfer coming. And I think that this is what Dave is talking to is is when we have times like this, people are lucky to get out with their lives and oftentimes lose their entire families. And then he mentioned dynasties. Well, Blackstone, see, dynasties are no longer family dynasties. I mean, there are family offices and big, wealthy families, but the ones that we hear about are the big investment firms that control trillions of dollars. Well, Blackstone has $50 billion. It's a corporation, folks, not the United States government. We made a big deal out of sending $65 billion over to that little turd in Ukraine. <clears throat> apparently $65 billion is enough to fight a war against Russia. doesn't mean you're going to win the war, but you can fight the war. Now, Blackstone has $50 billion in cash. They're ready to buy real estate during the coming economic housing crash. That's what they're doing, folks. Housing market near all-time highs. Splat, just like 2008. They're preparing for it. They know it's coming. So what do you do? How do you prepare for this? We're all going to, folks, the, the economy's here and it's been faltering and it's going to come all the way down as we go into this SHTF. It's going to hit the bottom. We're going to go along the bottom for a while and then it'll start to slowly come back up and recover. This process could take five years to hit bottom and find the bottom, it could take 10 years. It's going to be uncomfortable the rest of our lives. Just like coming out of the Great Depression, we had the Great Depression that covered the entire 1930s. And it bled into the 1940s. World War II ended in 1945. And then, folks, then we started to come out of the Great Depression. 15 years of depression and war and then the nation started to recover people started working they started making things they started building right it was a different world then we're almost 100 years past the start of that 90 years folks 1920 versus or 1930 versus 2020 90 years later we're entering a very similar time frame 
with regard or respect to wealth, banks, and shall we say wealth transfer. And haven't we been saying for the last five to six years that the largest wealth transfer in human history is going to begin, and it has, and they've already surpassed in terms of sheer dollars how much the world has lost. Folks, just in the last, last three months, I believe it was Blackstone has lost $1.7 trillion. Blackstone, investors that, that are in Blackstone or other investment companies, $1.7 trillion lost. It wasn't destroyed. They didn't smoke it. They didn't burn it to create energy. Nope. It was transferred from one set of people to some other very wealthy people. Now, again, you're asking, how do we get through this? Real estate, owning your own home. Right? Real estate is real. The other that uh, a lot of people really like and I have been a proponent of is owning precious metals. Owning precious metals. It's something you can hold, right? And if the value of the dollar crashes, if the economy crashes, if the value of a silver ounce crashes, you still have one ounce of silver. Or if you're a gold person, one-tenth or a gram of gold. I mean, there are ounces of gold, et cetera. And there is our SD bullion link. And Jolene is all over it, getting that up there. If you want to get precious metals, you can, right here, we highly recommend SD bullion. SD bullion, folks, is a great company to work with. I've helped a lot of people by just telling them Here's some things out here. Do your own research. And they did. And they went and found SD Bullion for themselves. Uh, so we have them as part of our affiliate program. It doesn't matter what the dollar does. An ounce of silver is an ounce of silver. Uh, if you want small denominations, right, a very small piece so that you can not just give out a whole ounce, but rather let's just say an ounce becomes worth in today's nominal terms, $100 an ounce for silver, $200 an ounce for silver. Well, you're not going to give someone a, you know, $200 worth of silver for a loaf of bread, right? Because bread doesn't cost that much. But you can get what I call, or formerly called junk silver. It's constitutional money, right? Pre-1964 dimes are 90% silver. 90% real silver. Money used to be made out of precious metal, folks, because that's what money is. Paper is paper, but gold and silver will always be gold and silver. <clears throat> and since 1971, right, our money has not been backed by precious metals. It has been backed by oil. <clears throat> I don't recommend buying barrels of oil to store as well. See, uh, the silver or, or gold are very dense, very heavy. There's a lot of wealth in just a little pile and you can transport it. And unlike paper money, if they change currency, silver is always silver, gold is always gold. Some people like platinum. I particularly can't afford platinum. <laughs> can't afford much of anything. But here we are, folks. This is where we're at. Asking how do we transfer our wealth from one country to the next, whatever that next country is, it's, a, it's an incredibly complicated question. Now, if you were to take one ounce of gold from the United States of America and go down to, let's just say, Colombia, and you went into a coin shop in Colombia, and you said, here's my ounce of gold, and they would check it on a little machine, and it would say, yeah, that's gold, all right. You would say, what can I do with this? They would tell you exactly what it's worth, how much they're willing to give you for it. And they'll give you their currency and you can go out and just have a ball. Any country on the planet, whether you're in Africa, Australia, anywhere in the country, anywhere in the world, I'd rather, they know the value of gold. They know the value of silver. It doesn't matter whose face is on it, whether it's the Queen of England or whether it's an eagle or whether it's uh, Indian, uh, Indian head or buffalo, doesn't matter. 
Australian kangaroo, right? They're all precious and they all preserve wealth. And at times they increase in their value incredibly. From 1973 to 1981, gold increased from $35 an ounce to $850 an ounce. Today, gold is sitting right at, I think, $1,710 an ounce. It's been as high as just over $2,000, and we're preparing right now because we watch these things, and I talk with Crispy Bacon about this stuff. We're preparing for another huge move in the revaluation of precious metals as the economy takes a crap, as the dollar looks like crap, right? Oh, oh it's, it's really high. The value is high, John. The dollar's strong. Well, <clears throat> it's strong compared to a loaf of bread, which is doubled. Eggs have doubled. Gasoline's doubled. Stuff is doubled. Yeah. Yeah, that dollar's really strong. I don't think so, right? The 10-year bond, taking a shit. They're doing all they can to prop it up, folks. But when it finally collapses, that's when you'll see the valuation on precious metals really make a charge. Now, I want to get back to oil. They've been saying to Russia, hey, look, we're going to tell you what a barrel of your Russian oil is worth, and then you're going to sell it to us. It's funny to me how the idiots in the U.S. D.C. government and the Europe people, they think Russia is a controlled entity like the state of Utah or the nation of uh, you know, the Czech Republic. They think that, that, that Russia must obey them. This is what <clears throat> this is what Russia says. This is the Russian governor, the Bank of Russia governor, Elvira Nabiulina, says, as far as I can understand, Russia won't supply oil to those countries that impose price caps. <laughs> That's what she told the news conference, right? Basically echoing Vladimir Putin, saying that the uh, the imposition the demand of Europe and the U.S. to put a price cap on Russian oil, right? She's saying, hey, look, that's just going to raise global oil prices. And by the way, Russia is working on its own oil price benchmark. Not to mention, in case any of us forgot, because it hasn't been in the news cycle, Russia has demanded that if you want to buy their oil, you have to pay for it in the Russian ruble. That's right. Russia... It's their oil. They don't have to. But this is the game, folks. They're continuing to think that, well, if they cook up a really good scheme and then they go to Russia and say, this is the way it's going to be. And Russia's going to go, oh, my God, you guys are so smart and brilliant. And you caught us. Russia's just saying, hey, <laughs> then you don't get any. Any country that wants to price cap us, we just won't do business with you. They're selling their oil, folks, at a handsome profit and a discount as far as China is concerned, to China, India. They're even selling oil to Saudi Arabia, the United Arab Emirates, I believe. They're going to sell Russian oil to where the oil comes from? Yeah, and then they'll just sell their oil overseas. Isn't that interesting? Isn't that fascinating? I really think the Middle East is running out of oil, by the way. And they're doing all they can, folks, to build up their nation. Uh, they have some massive nuclear power plants that are being built, I believe, in Saudi Arabia, United Arab Emirates. I get those two mixed up quite a bit, so forgive me, right? They're all along the Persian Gulf. But yeah, they know they're running out of energy, oil energy. Otherwise, it would be no problem. Why do you think it's actually kind of humorous to watch Joe Biden get on a plane <clears throat> Air Force One, massive jumbo jet of the President of the United States. And we're going to fly this massive 300-ton machine through the air, trying to sail it like a kite, burning hundreds of thousands of gallons of fuel, fly him all the way across the planet, the jackass-in-chief, so he can land in, in, in the Middle East and then get a, a knuckle bump <laughs> and be told, there's no more oil for you, pal. We can't do anything to help you. Hasta la vista. Bye-bye.
Folks, this is the nature, the essence of SHTF. It's, it's a problem. These people are idiots, right? Idiots. And it's catching up to them. It has to. Like I said, they got to get rid of Biden. They got to get rid of him because, well, get this. The Department of Justice is actually working on a Hunter Biden plea deal. Right? They're working on a Hunter Biden plea deal. Now, here's the deal. A plea is given in exchange for information that usually results in a reduced sentence but not total exoneration or immunity from the crime. Somebody has to go to jail. Now, will it be Joe Biden? Right? Who is Hunter? Who can Hunter roll over on for all of these business dealings, the millions of dollars and billions of dollars of business deals in China, Russia, Ukraine, etc.? Right? When dad was the Obama VP, right? Well, Daddy Joe is now president of the United States. Who, who can Hunter roll over on? Some underling isn't the one who had the power to make these things happen. Oh, someone's going to go to jail, folks. I just really don't think it's going to be Hunter, and I really don't think it's going to be Joe, and I don't think it's going to be Jill Biden, Dr. Jill I just know that we've got big, big trouble coming with this. They need to get Biden out of office. This could be the excuse to get him out. The old man dies and Hunter is sent to some, uh, you know, a, a crack rehab center on another continent and we'll just forget about him. <clears throat> now, speaking of these idiots and fuel and corruption, Biden's energy secretary just today is basically cheering record high gas prices and the destruction of the middle class when she said, quote, we're witnessing the beginning of one of the most significant events in human history. What's that, the screwing over of the American people and the transfer of their wealth to the government and corporations? Unbelievable, folks. These people are unbelievable. Uh, do we have another little anything we want to throw at from the, uh, there it is, it is Gary. He says, when the dust settles on this Cerveza bug, Jim Jones juice, and juice boosters, what chance do you think there will be a Nuremberg-style trial for those most involved? I'm going to tell you what. I am going to answer this question directly. I think the odds are very, very low. Even if President Trump makes it back into office in 2024. I think the dust is not going to settle, folks, until at least 2024. What they want to do is they want to give all the players the most time to clean up their act and hide their evil. They're going to want to do that. They're going to try and give people like Anthony Fauci and Deborah Burks the opportunity to die, disappear, go away or something. That's if they have the Nuremberg-style trials for these shall we say, crimes against humanity, these serious, serious violations of human rights, the violation of the former Nuremberg trials called the Nuremberg Codes. I think the odds are slim, even if Trump were to win back the White House, even if DeSantis were to win the White House. I think the trials do need to be held. I think they do need to be public. I don't know if they would carry the same weight of public interest that, say, the OJ trial had. I don't think it'll carry that much interest, but there's going to be a lot of us very interested. I mean, you can't look to Dr. Fauci's number five in charge below him and blame him. I mean, Deborah Burks, with her book, has essentially admitted guilt. Essentially admitted guilt by saying what she said. Dr. Fauci continues to say stupid things, contradictory things. Why? We've continued to see it. Uh, today, I, I put out that quick little video. I wanted to, to put that out there again, folks. Big, big trouble coming because it is, it's, it's an incredible, shall we say, crime against people. Incredible crime. <clears throat> P. 
people are dying all over the place. And this idea that we can call it sudden adult death syndrome is just a shocker. Morgues, coroners, doctors at hospitals are seeing all of the side effects of the Jim Jones juice. They know what's causing this. Can they hide it? Now, if anyone ever, ever, ever again tries telling me that, well, we went to the moon, John, there's no way you could hide something that big. How about hiding the fact that you told the world to take a completely, totally experimental DNA destroying, altering chemical, direct injection. And well, yeah, that, that couldn't have been it. Good golly, right? Unbelievable. <sighs> Again, if it if it were to affect, let's say, um, someone who has nothing else to lose, say there's a husband out there whose wife dies or children dies, and they've got enough money that they could go find Dr. Deborah Burks or Dr. Anthony Fauci and hold them personally responsible. Let's just say they had enough money, enough time, enough resources to investigate where these people are and hunt them down. I don't think anyone would say that's not the right thing to do. I think there's a lot of people out there already who are extremely pissed off and want justice. Every time I say, take a guess, every time I go, guess what? Guess who? Guess how? What do you think? And I name the celebrity or the athlete or the unfortunate person who made it into the news. I don't do it because it's funny. Right? I have to come at it with a little satire and humor, yeah. But it's like, why did you take that shit? We know why, because President Biden threatened everyone. You will lose your job. You will lose your benefits. You'll get kicked out of the military. You will not be allowed to shop in a store. Your business will be destroyed. Remember that? Remember when they were saying, and folks, in California, they're trying to start up the mask shit again. Where are your masks? Once again, it doesn't help. Why are you wearing? They're trying to scare people. People aren't scared. People need to tell them to fuck off the same way we did for the last two years. Go ahead and try telling me to put a mask on and see where it gets you. You're going to win some stupid fucking prizes. And I think that there's a lot of prizes to be handed out, folks. I'm, I'm so blessed to be here in the South. Absolutely blessed. I'm absolutely blessed to be with you guys on this free-for-all Friday, talking to you about all these things. But we're going to have wealth destruction and wealth transfer. We're going to have nothing but problems for the next 10 years. We're in the middle, in the midst of the beginning. We're in the midst of the startup of SHTF, economic, political, financial, military, and in all fashion, right? Every way you can think of, every facet of life is going to be just screwed over. I'm not trying to scare you. I mean, how can I just sit here and say those words and feel good about it? I don't feel good about it. It's just, it's been part of my life for so long, watching this happen and preparing for it. Got the prepared bunker. I'm all good. It's not going to be great for me. It's not going to be fun. It's not going to be comfortable anymore for me than anyone else. It's going to be difficult, trying. It's going to suck. People around me are going to die. It's not going to be pretty. Right? The hope is, yes, David, we can get through it to the other side. And that hopefully we can maintain at the very least where we were at. Some people are going to make a fucking fortune off this, folks, by placing themselves in the proper place with just enough resources to come out the other side smelling like a rose. But while we're in the shit, while it's hit the fan, guess what? It's going to suck. Nobody's going to get out of all of the problems, folks. Everyone's going to have a big bite of this shit sandwich. Right. <clears throat> Anyways, it is Friday night. I'll be back Sunday night live. We do have, we do have a special, very special surprise for you coming up Sunday. I recommend you tune in.
we'll just have some fun, folks. Let's just put it that way. We're just going to have some fun. I don't want to. I don't want to build it up too big. You're going to be like, really? That's it, John? You put a banana in your ear and pressed it through and out the other side. <laughs> Anyways, I love you all. Semper Fi. Godspeed. Chance favors the prepared mind. Go to the preparedmind.club if you're not there already. The preparedmind.club is your store for everything. Food, water, shelter, clothing, medicine, means self-defense. Hey, radios, solar, water filtration, you name it. Weaponry. That's right, folks. We have links to weaponry, self-defense items, whatever you need. Medicines. You bet, folks, you can get medicine there because we have links to everything, including premium content. And of course, right, Prepper Coach with John. I've enjoyed doing that. Prepper Coach with John. If you just want to just rap with me for an hour, sign up at the preparedmind.club and we'll set you up on the schedule. And I'll spend some time talking to you about your plans, your preps, what could happen in your world, where you're at, et cetera, et cetera. Until then, folks, be cool. Sunday Night Live, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time. Bring a drink, get a comfortable chair, bring your questions, and we'll get to them on that as well. And that'll be the zoo, folks, Sunday Night Live. I'll see you there. Semper Fi, and God bless America.